Please don't go to jail. Taxes is a huge thing because I like I. That's why I hired somebody else to do it because. Okay, well, what if it's wrong? Well, you can go to jail. <laughs> All right. Well, so welcome to uh, another episode of Fuck Your Podcast. Episode two. Episode Fuck two. your podcast. <laughs> Hi, happy Monday. Oh my god, it Even is Monday. Release. It's Monday, but oh, what are you drinking today, Katie? I am just, I well, I was drinking some really nice agave lemonade from Panera, but it's just water now. Oh, I have water as well, even though I got a new fancy cup. Yeah, it's nice. It's a Stanley, and I wasn't planning on getting, because these are like trending right now. Oh yeah. I wasn't planning on getting a Stanley, but somebody gifted me a Stanley cup. Mm. And I wasn't gonna say no. So no, it's a nice cup. You can't you can't go wrong with a nice cup like that. Fits into no, a I feel more motivated to drink water. Right. Yeah. You know what I, I did? So you know what I did this morning? I was what? getting out of my truck and speaking of being motivated to drink water, I had my gallon, uh one of my gallon jugs, and mm-hmm. it the hook that holds onto the top of it broke. And it hit the concrete and busted out the bottom. <laughs> and all the water spilled oh, and it's no. now, it had to be thrown away. So, Aww, so that's a bummer. I had a big water bottle and then I filled this cup up with some more water. So nowhere near a gallon, but no, no, it's getting better. Eh, you'll be fine. You'll live. Yep. All right. Well, so welcome to uh, another episode of Fuck Your Podcast. Episode two of Fuck Your two. Podcast. <laughs> it's a pretty fun topic today, which would could go just in the world of business or in the world of, you know, life. Living. Just growing. Living, just living. Expanding. Up, <laughs> being an adult. So as one of, one of the things that uh, we wanted to talk about, uh, like things that you should know being an adult or maybe things that you wish you would have been told. Things that you're learning. <laughs> that Yeah, things that you're learning. Um, cause there's definitely things that, uh, it's like the, it's like the random joke you see on TikTok. That's like, I was today years old when I found out X, Y, and Z. Right. And figuring out all of the lies of the world in your right? everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> right. And feeling completely just betrayed is yeah, the best way bit. I could put that. Yeah. Feeling bit. betrayed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's times where it's like, you know, I could have been better prepared for that. Just if there were a class, you know, I got on that soapbox not that not too long ago, just because of the age that my kids are, you know, having having one in college and having one halfway through high school, that's right. There's so much that you do teach your kids or try to teach your kids before they're out of the nest and on their own. Right. Um, but there should be like a life skills class. Like why, what Absolutely. happened to home, like what happened to home economics? So when I was in high school, which my senior year was 2016, um, I went to, I had a home ec class and we didn't learn anything. Like, it was like, what do you know about fashion? We never like sewed anything. We never learned how to like, co- we had like cooking classes, but like what all entails with home ec? Like, I don't even know. Cause all we did was watch the devil wears Prada and here, draw a dress on the stick figure. Like that's pretty much it. That's the dumbest. Thing I mean, there was probably ever. obviously more in there, but it was like the first, I remember the very first assignment that we did was make tears, a bunch of magazines, cut out pictures of things that you like, make a collage of all like the fashion things that you like, what describes you. What does that have to do with it was, economics? That was my home ec class. So if you really look at like the history of home ec, which is crazy, like those were classes designed for women to get married and run a household. So, mm-hmm. I mean, fast forward nowadays where running a household is more of a 50-50 kind of relationship, it there's still, you still have to learn how to run the household. Like you still right. have to know how to, like home economics was, yeah, it had cooking, you know, because that's, I mean, back then, that's just what people did. You didn't have, you right. could, there wasn't fast food in the 50s, you know, like you had a restaurant here and there, but like you didn't go, like there wasn't the readily available, you could just eat out all of the time. And right. so, but whatever what of it was available was very glorified. Like that was like a once in a, a big blue deal. Thing. Yeah. 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 It was like a real big deal. But so, I mean, like home economics was running a household, it was cooking, cleaning, 
laundry. And then they did teach things like making clothes, mending clothes, like how you could save money in a home where, right. And I don't know because I never, I, and I never, I never did take the class, but like in, I've had people tell me like paying bills, like basic, like basic things that to mm -hmm. adult, <laughs> like just to be an adult. And right. that's the, like, that's the kind of things that if you're going to have a home economics class, which I'm not even sure if they call it that anymore. I was asking miles about it. Um, like what they had available in school. And I think they actually have just a cooking class now, as opposed to your quote unquote home ec, um, where there's just like basic things that like, there's basic things we learned and I can tell you the difference and you, you let me know what you think because you have multiple siblings and I have multiple siblings, but there was an age gap, right? So I had an mm -hmm. older sister and older brother that were from my dad's first marriage, who my sister only lived with us for her high school years. My older brother never did live with us. He lived with his mom. So I was more of the older, had to be self-sufficient child, you know, for my brother. And right. either it's, it's like one or the other, like either you have parents who do everything for you where I hate to say it, but it's usually my generation of parents spoiling mm -hmm. the shit out of their kids. And because we knew that we used to like our, my mom used to wake my ass up at 7am on a Saturday and like, we're cleaning house. Like I'm 10, yeah, you know, but it taught me how to, you know, vacuum dust like that, that kind of stuff. Or you have multiple siblings where the parents are working and there's just, and there's a lot of kids and the kids have to learn because they contribute to the household or they have to be very self-sufficient. And it's not necessarily like it's either working parents or absentee parents. Like, so the kids learn how to survive right. or they just take care of things because their parents are working. So right. I imagine like with you're one of what, four, four kids? Or one of four full blood siblings. Right. I have two step siblings on my mom's side that mm -hmm. are both younger than me. And I have two step siblings on my dad's side and they are both older than me. Yeah. So, so, so coming for though, like the full, four full blood. Right. So you had multiple kids middle. and even more depending on which parent's house you were at. Correct. But the thing is, my so my dad just got married back in October. So this, mm -hmm. I mean, her kids have already moved out. They have their own kids. They're, they're right. married. Like they're, it's never was a like living situation. Oh, right. It's more like, oh, nice to meet you. We're now step siblings kind of deal. Sure. With my, my mom's side. So my stepdad, he has two kids that are currently 19 and 12 or oh, 13. Wow. I forget. So there's, there's, a, it ranges from, you know, my oldest stepbrother being 31, I think, and my youngest stepbrother being 12. So there's a big range of us, but my stepdad had his kids every other weekend. They live in, they live, they live a while away. So he would go and pick them up and it'd be every other weekend that we would have them at the house. So it's not like it was a full time, you live with each other kind of thing. Sure. But I mean, even having was, more than two kids in the house, like, they're you're fending for yourself at some point i mean your parents your mom and your stepdad run a business so absolutely they're gone a lot so i'm sure in your high school in your high school days you know you and your sisters and your brother um having to take care of things around the house and there's certain things that your parents show you how to do and there's certain things that you figure out and the, the, but there's just some like basic things and it's crazy to think about but like <laughs> miles i mean he's 16. I mean, it's my own fault, but if I really think about it, I don't know if he knows how to operate a washer and a dryer, but, <laughs> but my daughter did, she knew at that age. And it's like, you have yeah. to specifically show them those things. And when you move out or, and even, I remember some of the best advice that I've ever gotten about like adulting, like basic things. Right. So mm -hmm. my, my grandmother, who I learned most things about adulting and child rearing and all of that from her, but you know, she even, there was an, there was still a distinction, right? Raising her kids, having two boys and two girls, you had gender, you had gender roles then, right? Back right. when raising kids in the sixties and in the seventies. And so, but she even said, there are specific things that every single one of those kids should know how to do. And the two things that she always hit on um, the most, I guess it's three, um, her sons, she made sure that they knew how to properly make a bed 
properly launder their clothes and properly mend clothes if needed. And she's and and it, and they knew more than that. She taught them more than that. Like my uncle can cook, right? And but and but the things that from a from a woman's role standpoint back then was those three things in case they were ever in the military. She always she looked at it that way. Like those were you know whether or not they went into directly into adulthood or if they went into the military. She's like they needed to know those three things, like bare minimum. Right. And so that's so crazy. And it's like, wow, like just the perspective of the different generations. But but if you think about it, like basic, just basic things that we take for granted now because we're so like society now is like instant gratification. And there are certain yes. things that are super cheap where back then is like it was a big deal to buy clothes just because it had a hole in it, right? I remember my grandma sitting sewing socks, which I always thought was silly but when you think of like she was accustomed to that from 20 30 years of doing that raising kids yeah it's which totally this is all like hitting me super hard as far as like a parenting stance goes like what to teach right? your kids so for those listening my boyfriend who i live with does have a child who's just turned five and what's so crazy is that my parents had a very they had a more traditional way of raising us kids and that's why i feel like me and all of my siblings are much older souls than the people that are our age those that i know at 24 and it, this goes for everything like music type or cleaning or um different types of skills or different type types of things that i already knew growing up compared to people in my class like for example going through school um but my parents had a very traditional way of raising us and i completely am so entirely grateful for that because i look at some of the kids my age i say kids i'm almost 25 but <laughs> i think we're still kids i'm still um, a kid <laughs> yeah that age what, group. i call that age group kids right so seeing and comparing my experiences to experiences of those in my age group like some of the things with cole he also had a very like he had a more traditional way of being raised, but there's some things that I'm like, I have a little more wisdom on maybe mm -hmm. is what I want to say um, that he doesn't. And like I said, I'm very grateful, but seeing now having to co-parent, right? right? Having to co-parent his son, which having a great relationship with Cruz's mother is a huge thing, but seeing how the instant gratification is so relevant right now with us is because he's been tv nintendo video games and it's like at his age my mom was like get your ass outside you're gonna go play and be a kid go get dirty and he like freaks out he gets dirt on his hands and he's like uh, i don't know what to do <laughs> and then we noticed it with him in sports too is that he can't stay focused enough with t-ball it's not fast enough like the right. the the movement of everything has to be fast paced and it's on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Mm -hmm. And there's a lack of taking the time to experience things and learning as you go and kind of enjoying the whole process of learning as you go. That's kind of evaporating in my opinion. What's one of the, what's something like recently that you can think of that you're like, oh shit, like I don't know how to do, or I've, or I haven't done this yet. Like something that's come up recently. Taxes. <laughs> That's like, what I was going to say if you did Relevant right now, taxes. <laughs> Fortunately, I've been blessed with the growth of success, <laughs> growth and success, as has Katie, to where I could just hire somebody to do it, which is a luxury. Trust me. But every year, because I've been doing my taxes on my own the past mm -hmm. four years right. prior to this, and the anxiety that I have had doing my own taxes um, i do i use TurboTax, right plugging stuff in and being like oh, i hope i don't go to jail <laughs> terrified <laughs> like please don't go to jail <laughs> submit <laughs> and then going from there and now it's just like i have a quick meeting with an accountant and i'm done taxes is a huge thing because i like i that's why i hired somebody else to do it because i don't know enough to feel comfortable to do it right that's that's one of those things I was explaining. I was actually explaining that to Gabrielle not that long ago um, because she's like, I need to pay my taxes. And I go, what do you mean you need to pay your taxes? And she's like, 
I, I don't know, like I need to pay them, right? And I'm like, no, no, you need to, you need to just file your tax return. You've right. already paid the taxes. Like you just need to file and report what you've paid. And she's like, I don't understand what that means. And I had to walk her through that, like with her, because when she moved out, she's filing taxes on her own. So right. we're not claiming her, you know, she doesn't live in our house anymore. Right. So, um, you know, having to walk her through that and it's, it is funny because it's like your taxes, it's like, oh, so I need to pay the government taxes or do they tell us what we owe, what, like what we owe them? No, you have to tell, <laughs> you have to tell them what you right. owe them and okay, well, what if it's wrong? Well, you could go to jail. <laughs> right. It's like, I mean, no, they could... already know what you, they already know what you have to pay, but you have to figure that out for yourself. Why can't I just ask right. them? Because that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Which, I mean, if I, it... it's just another headache. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those, uh, which I'm, I have no idea. I mean, obviously there's taxes in other countries and there's higher taxes in other countries. I have no idea how that process works, but I imagine it's probably the same level of confusion <laughs> of, right. um, I, I, I owe the government money, but I, I tell them right. what I owe them. So yeah, that was one of those adult things, um, that I, I remember just being thrown into right what's so funny is i actually texted my dad the other day too i was like i'm doing my taxes all by myself i am the only child that you have that you don't do taxes for like because my dad likes to go through all that stuff and make sure my siblings are squared away right. but i'm i want to learn how to do those things and have that independence as part of growing up and it's again comes from where i was raised like my mom was always just like you can do it yourself. Like you're going to have to figure it out. And it was just kind of like a shove from the nest kind of deal. Like you yeah. can do it. Yeah. And um, right. I think it's worked in my favor. So I'm nervous when we release this podcast, I'll have, I'll have Gabrielle listen to it and be like, mm, you didn't teach me that. <laughs> like, right. where, did I, where did I fail as a parent? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Nobody's perfect. Uh, Gabrielle, forgive no, your mother. Well, that and you know, there's, like I knew that she really didn't have an interest in cooking, but it's like, it's not that mm -hmm. I didn't try. Like you try to get your kids involved. You try to show them certain things. Like, and there's just some things that as teenagers, they either have interest in or they don't. Right. right. So my, you know, my brother, I remember he had interest in fixing cars. So he was always in the garage with my dad learning those types of things where right. that was not necessarily my thing. Um, where, you know, we've, I've actually tried to, I've tried to, um, I've tried to get miles interested in that because it's like even auto maintenance, there's just, just a certain amount that you have to show your kids because they start driving a car and eventually right. they have a car that doesn't belong to you. And they're eventually going to be, you know, driving it full time and having to maintain it. So there's just certain things that. And know. speaking on this. So I used to have a Ford Fiesta, a little hatchback right yeah. and a true a true accident wasn't texting and driving wasn't you know doing anything i shouldn't while driving totaled that car borrowed my mom's car for a couple months while i was saving up to buy a new car mm -hmm. and something i wish that i was taught earlier like sooner as soon as i got my license was mechanics if you are a woman and you go into mechanic shop they are going to do every tactic under the sun to get more money out of you. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's some people that are out there for the intention of getting more money. There's other mechanics. I, you know, this is not to, to bash mechanics, right? It's a stereotype, but, but it exists, right? It exists. It completely exists. And I know this because I took my mom's car in to get an oil change. I was doing it because I was the one driving the car. Right. Mm -hmm. I take responsibility. I've been driving the car for this long. I'll get the oil change because she hasn't been driving in it. Right. I go to get the oil change. They tried to tell me that, oh, with our records, this is the, the oil that your mom used last time. Because I told them, I'm like, this is my mom's car. I don't really know what goes in it. My mistake. Right. Right. But they said, oh, this is what your mom used last time. And they tried to pull. They said they, they read it off their records from the last time she was there. Charged me two hundred dollars for an oil for change? windshield wipers and an oil change oh my god so this is what your mom usually gets we have this all here so i was like okay if this is what she usually gets like that's fine i'll pay it i'll stay the course right 
I go home. My mom's like, how'd it go? I was like, good, yeah, it was this much. And she goes, what? And I go, that's what they said that you, that you usually get. And she goes, I have never gotten that ever. And it was just like, I got scammed. Right. I was so offended. I was like, what a jerk. And that guy, I remember that mechanic tried to tell me this sob story about how his baby mama left him. And he's just so sad. And, da, 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 da. and it was all a facade to get me to like feel bad and be like, yeah, I'll pay. No big deal. Wow. Anyway. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's something that I wish I learned was that. Right. Just some basic stuff. Try and scam you. Well, so I've, I have a couple, like, in preparation for the podcast, I pulled up a couple lists. And right. there's two different lists that I looked at, so that way we could, so we could chat about some of these now. One of them is 24 life skills every functioning adult should master before turning 30. And there's some of these on here where I'm just kind of like, eh. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's but, a stretch. Well, they're a little more philosophical or, like, um, not like not like tactics, like specific skills, right? Well, some okay. there's skills, but they're different skills where there's this other list. that's like, here are 33 life skills. Your teen needs to know how to adult, which is kind of a little bit more of the direction I wanted to go. However, with what you just said, I read through this list and I'll get your feedback on some of these because um, one of them was negotiating. And yeah, that is like, that is a skill, like understanding. And again, you're not around, sometimes you're not around enough people if you're fairly sheltered in your childhood and even into your like teenage years that you don't necessarily pick up on those types of things um, where negotiating is applicable or appropriate. And that could be one of those, that could be one of those things. Um, um, but yeah, negotiating, especially if you get to the place of you're selling things, like I always look at it as you don't get what you don't really get what you don't ask for, but it's also mm -hmm. negotiation sometimes just makes people really, really uncomfortable. But me, <laughs> I'm those people. You're those people. But there I are had to negotiate when I was buying my ford fiesta speaking of the ford fiesta mm -hmm. i had to negotiate it was a used car so severely used it was three thousand dollars used at the dealership and i had to go in or i think it was like 3100 right and i was like my budget's three thousand and i had to do that but like i hate confrontation in the first place it gives me extreme anxiety i like can't, i'm like uh, i don't want to do this and i have to go take like dealing with confrontation i have to take a mental break after right like i really have to just be like i need a moment to gather myself so i can function again um and so i told or i was negotiating for this this car and just terrified the entire time but since i hate confrontation it was more like hi can you please like pretty please like can you lower it you know i would really like and it was very like indirect and that's what I, I struggle with having that anxiety of confrontation or negotiating is it's confronting in a way in a healthy confrontation right but i'm always like scared of what everybody else is feeling or thinking i'm like i don't want to be i don't want to be mean to this person yeah, but it's yeah. not mean it's just direct well negotiating too i mean even in the instance of like a major purchase right but think about Think about coming straight out of college into the workforce. Like most of the time. I can't relate. It was COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you coming into the workforce is totally different. But um, negotiating salary, negotiating benefits, like just I don't even know, honestly, how much they even teach that as you're going out of college into the world. Mm -mm. It's they don't teach you that at all. Like who they don't who, teach you that at all. And at what point? So there. So right now we've we've no high school and college has failed young adults in both the areas of um, paying taxes and negotiating a salary. Two things that every single adult has to do. Every so there's there's single and adult. that doesn't even put a dent in the list of things no. that high school and college need to do i feel like in my opinion high school and college as far as it relates to learning how to be an adult and function on your own independently free from the nest mm. is the amount of time students waste in classes that they don't need to be in no who needs three years of algebra nobody nobody luckily i only needed i think i only needed one no, like no, like math. not no, like there are other relevant math classes that are more applicable to the real world. 
Algebra is not one of them. That I had, and I admire this teacher that one year I had algebra, we got to a certain part of a certain chapter in the course and the teacher said, all right, who here is going to do, I forgot what it was, but blah, 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 blah is their career. Nobody raised their hand. He said, good. We don't need this chapter. And it was like, you can do that. And that's what's so frustrating is like the first two years of college, you're trying to get those, um, what are they called? Just your credit hours? Your credits, but you're just your like general general education. Yeah. Yeah. General studies. And it's classes that you've already taken in high school. And that's what sucks also is that all of the history classes or science classes or chemistry or any of that literature, they are all the same thing taught over and over and over again, just on a harder grading scale. And it's, in my opinion, a waste of time. Mm -hmm. There's no reason that I needed to wait, waste hours doing science or math or social studies for that matter, being a journalism major. Right. I needed to be in English and literature classes and media studies. And I didn't get to do that until my junior and senior year of college. And even then the semester goes by so fast, they can only teach so much. So it's like, I've I've got $20,000 on learning shit you learned in high school. College is a scam. Uh, yeah, college in some aspects is a scam. (laughs) We have a whole other podcast episode on on that. But as far as as it pertains, I feel like we could have used that time instead of relearning the same things I learned in high school to expand knowledge on adult things, real life instances. So here are some things. I'm gonna roll through this one list. You tell me what you think, but I can you direct like it says like these are things that every adult should master by the age of thirty. I can tell you. That if you were not exposed to this in your childhood, that this is very, like, your 20s, this is a huge adjustment period. And some people don't learn these things until they're well into their 30s, not by 30. Because it all depends on how you were raised. So the first one, which I could see, and again, these aren't really the skills we were going that I was going for on this podcast, but there's some rel- there's a little bit of relevance here. So I'm going to roll through these kind of quick. So the first one is okay. accept feedback gracefully. Okay. So... I could see that being a struggle if you were never given compliments by your parents, because I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that like gracefully, even like getting, I'm, I'm real. Okay. Compliments and, and feedback are different, right? So feedback could be negative feedback. It could be things you need to correct. You can, some people take that really, really, really personally. So they get feedback. That's like, here's some things you need to do differently. And depending on their level of maturity, they could, they could, respond to that very negatively right Mm -hmm. and but also positive feedback like compliments used to make me very uncomfortable like i think really i I think it i think even up until just the last even the last couple of years when somebody says hey you're really good at this like i have to like thank you like i like it is it's it makes me uncomfortable I don't know why, but like, I have to actually physically go, thank you. You know, like I just I feel it. Yeah. yeah. It's, but yeah, I could, I could definitely see feedback. The other one is learn to and this apologize is... sincerely. <laughs> that's the second one is learn to apologize sincerely. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I still work on. I think every, I think everybody works on that. I think, uh, hell my <laughs> perfect example. Um, I don't know if my mom has ever said I'm sorry without the word but behind it. Like that's something that I used to struggle with in a defensive way. And my mom can attest to this is that it it even comes back with the feedback tying it into that is that I am a person that used to take feedback very personally. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm getting better at it and taking a step back. I like you have to take a step back to say thank you to a compliment. I have to take a step back and go, this isn't personal. It's constructive. Right. It's 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 not an attack. Right. And that's something, and I, I still fall into it. I, and I think a lot of the drama that happened in my parents' divorce made me a very defensive person, but that's, I'm not going to get into that, but being defensive, having an, I'm sorry, and having a, but after, and it's not necessarily in a narcissistic way. It's in a defense, like, I'm sorry, but da, 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 da. Like I want being defensive. I want someone to understand where I come from. And that's just really hard. I'm working yeah. on it still. So. Well, I mean, in at the end of the day, like apologizing is because you're acknowledging you did something wrong. So when right. you say I'm sorry, but, or I'm sorry, but this happened, or I'm sorry that you took this this way, 
I didn't mean it this way. Like that's, that's the opposite of acknowledging what you did that was either wrong or hurtful or whatever. Right. And some, mm -hmm. people, some people who live in that mindset of, well, fuck your feelings. And they have a hard time apologizing that like justifies their position of if it hurts your feelings. That's your problem. Like I, I didn't do anything wrong. And that that's, that's not a good thing either. But like going into that, I'm sorry, but is again, when you're justifying the reason for what you did, that's not acknowledging that you did something wrong. Like truly an right. apology is I, I apologize. I did this. I shouldn't have done that. That's an apology. Right. So, and again, like that's, that's hard. Like that. And also I think it goes with the, uh, I'm sorry. The I'm sorry, but, or the people that go and say, I'm sorry, you, and like try and speak on your behalf. Oh, right. Like, I'm sorry, you got your feelings hurt. It's no, yeah. I'm sorry that I said something offensive or I did something offensive that hurt your feelings. That's not going, that's, that's taking responsibility for it. But yeah, absolutely. that's something yeah. that I've noticed in my lifetime is hearing people apologize and it's, I'm sorry, you're right. Da, 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 da. So like, again, yeah. some of these, like some of these things, like life skills, some of these are like maturity things, right? That it's great mm -hmm. if you can master them by your 30. There's a lot of us that don't like there's, I can definitely say there were a ton of um, like turning the other cheek, like things of that nature, letting things go that I didn't, I didn't master until I was like 35. So it's, there's, it's great if you can master some of those things um you know before that but you but usually right. that's something that's like continuous growth and self-development right so um right this one manage your time wisely i mean okay like yeah of course like that's, that's anybody can of, struggle with that yeah anybody can struggle with that <laughs> this some of these are funny so again life skills every adult should master before 30 figure out how to use keyboard shortcuts <laughs> why is that relevant i don't know i mean okay um this reminds me i had a one person i had one time i had a person that had come up to me i was working at the bowling alley at the time i was yeah. still in school like i was in college i worked full time and went to school full time and I had somebody come up to me and was like, are you in classes that like teach you how to use Excel and like PowerPoint and Word docs? And I was like, no, but it wasn't, it's not relevant these days yeah. to master that because it's not a new software. Google has simplified it and put it out there. Right. And he was like, you will land any job if you learn Excel and PowerPoint and, and document, you know, like Word. And it was like. That's not relevant anymore. Yeah, you're like, I learned that in fifth grade. <laughs> you know, when you take right, like they taught me that kids are handed basics. Yeah. Time. So yeah, that's that's different. Right. Um, let's see. The next one on this list was say no respectfully. And I can see the relevance in this because especially in the professional world, um, and well, it's not always in the professional world. I just see it more in the professional world. If you're a people pleaser and you don't know how to say no like that's gonna like that's gonna leads you to nothing but misery um but also being able to are. being able to say no is again saying it with like uh no that's just not something i can commit to right now so i get the whole thing of saying no respectfully without disappointing the other person right all right i'm gonna roll through some of these because there's some of these you can tell they put on this list more from like a you know, psychology standpoint. So like the next one is mm -hmm. get, get better at empathizing with others. It's like, yeah, I mean, I, like, I think you either have empathy or you don't. Like, but that's like, that feels like a something you should learn before you're five, you know? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I don't even think kids learn empathy until they're, I, I think until like age seven and then, right. but I don't, I don't really think like true empathy. I don't think that is something that you learn it's it's the way your brain develops but like if you think about it teenagers the world revolves around them so like true empathy, right. i don't even think that you do learn like true empathy until you're about 24. um yeah but it's like but again at that point even you either possess it or you don't um some people they're just mm -hmm. not they're just not empathetic uh communicate right. body language i mean that that takes i think that takes adulting 
to like to learn right like I think you have to it's one of those things that learn you learn and get better at as time goes on because there are some right. people who don't even pick up on body language when they're older so it's one of those skills like I can see the value in it um learn to make friends in any environment I think that's probably I think that's probably pretty relevant for younger generations like not to pick yeah not to pick on you know 19 20 year olds right now but if you were to like everybody has social anxiety right now where back when we didn't have phones and we didn't have screens like you had to suck it up and go talk to people right you know when you started school there was not like a click developed until you got to know people around you and in your classes. Right. So, um, here's one that is, I think, on both lists. Mend your own clothes. So we talked about that. Just the basics. Right. Like, just the basics. Like, does everybody need to know how to, like, does everybody need to own a sewing machine and be able to cut a pattern and, you know, make a, a dress or a pair of pants or, no. But mend your clothes. So if you have a perfect example miles keeps ripping his soccer shorts (laughs) if he's in college and i'm not there like he's gonna have to fix his uniform right so just basic things sewing up a hole like things like that Um, right speak a second language i can see the value in that i don't know i don't know a fluent second language i'm not fluent in anything besides english uh learn learn basic photoshop like every adult should know that that's it. That just seems like this list seems a little funny to me. Yeah, this list now, is like the first couple, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, like, oh, here, spend more time alone. Oh, I mean, why? I feel like spending time alone, isolating yourself. Studies have shown is not good for your yeah. mental health. I mean, I guess maybe it's good sometimes for a brief period of time, but right. as far as spent spending more time with yourself, I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, the other can, one, get comfortable with public speaking. What if that is not relevant to anything you do? I need to do that because I say um too many times when I'm yeah. public speaking. But um, yeah, I learned. Well, cook basic meals. We've talked about that. Like, there's some basic right. things that everybody should know how to cook. Um, make small right. talk. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I, it came in. I mean, I don't know. I guess I've never had that problem. I can make small talk with people, you know, that I don't really know. I mean, I did. I did coming traveling home uh, from this last trip and like this girl that I was sitting with, she was only 20 and she was traveling home and she was terrified of flying. So we made small talk and made the made the flight go by easier. I I figured that out with flying back and forth to Texas when Cole and I were long distance. I like chatted with everybody while waiting for the plane and then getting on the plane. I kind of I'm just in my own zone, but like right. sitting next to people, I'll like sit and chat. It makes the time go by. That and I could tell she was like freaked out. It was like yeah. you know, traveling by herself without her parents. And uh and when I had said I I didn't realize she she did have an ear like a an AirPod in her right ear, so I could I didn't see it and I said something to her and she's like, Oh, what was that? And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disturb you. She's like, I I would rather talk. I was like, okay, let's talk. So let's then we, chat. <laughs> yeah, so we just we just had a chat, like the rest of the flight. So that way, um, you know, she didn't feel freaked out, and um, I could not get connected to the internet anyway. So, <laughs> um, was that coming home? Yeah, it was the flight from Virginia Beach to LaGuardia. She lived in New Jersey, so um, it was a fairly short flight. Yeah, because I think the the flight, well, the flight from New York to St. Louis was really long. But so it was about an hour. So it was an hour of small talk. Uh, another another one was back up your electronics. I mean, what is this list? I don't know, man. It's weird. And then it's getting uh, weird now. Yeah. And then like get comfortable asking for help and then pick up a date. Okay. Dress appropriately for a job interview. Okay. That's something that like okay, understandable. Give you legit advice. Like I, that one I could get, um, I'll tell you the funny, <laughs> funniest one. Uh, I was interviewing somebody fairly recently face to face interview. And I can't remember if I, I can't remember what the position was. I think it was a recruiter and this kid came in wearing, wearing a suit and the 
the way he was wearing the suit, like was this could, where I when I think it was? I yeah. So, but the way he okay. was wearing, like you could tell someone told him that's what he should wear to a job interview, but However, nobody. Checked. I don't think he actually owned a suit, so he was trying, but. You know, the jacket was too big. The collar was messed up. The tie wasn't set right. Um, his pants were too big. And and I'm like, oh, just if somebody could have gone that next step. And it's like, you don't have to wear a suit. You just have to look professional. And you're going to look better in clothes that fit. <laughs> and again, right. I mean... There's negatives for wearing clothes too tight, and there's way, there's negatives of wearing clothes too big. Now, I wasn't necessarily judging him on his appearance, but I could just tell where it was, oh, someone told you this is what you should wear, and it's right. Not, it's just off. You know, it's it's just off a little bit. So yeah, dressing appropriately for a job interview. Again, do they tell you that do they tell you that stuff in college? Probably for a no. split second. It's like one of those things they think you should assume. Only they if you're like a, I feel like that's only if you're in a business class. Like I don't think probably, it's relevant. Yeah, probably. I mean, but and then again too, dress appropriately for the job you're applying for. Like there are sometimes I've, I mean, I've had clients where they're like, that, that guy came in in a suit. I'm like, it's a job interview. Like, are you gonna right. judge him for overdressing? Like, come on. Oh, another one was wake wake up on time. Okay, yeah, that's that's an adulting skill. That's normal. So here's here's one that's interesting. Um, give a good handshake. Now, okay, I can see the value in this, especially if you're not real comfortable around people. Um, and funny story from my adolescent, I guess adolescence, teenage years, the person who actually taught me how to shake hands with another grown adult was my high school boyfriend's grandfather. Yeah, and he was an amazing guy. He was so fun to be around, but I can't even remember how how we got on the topic. And it, and it may have been like he was explaining it to my boyfriend at the time because my boyfriend was raised by his mom, a single mom. And, but I remember the conversation very specifically and I'm like, wow, that's like actually great adulting advice of right. how you can be perceived based on your handshake and i've thought about that especially being in the business world for as long as i've been an adult and you know but it's it's kind of funny like where you actually learn those things and the adults who actually take the time for something that specific to talk to a teenager about so the last one on that list um was like taking a good power nap i'm like yeah some of these are just silly that's irrelevant with yeah (sighs) I mean, yeah, that list take is, a nap, take a nap. So some of those okay. things I can understand. This other one is a little more like if you look at some of the ones on this list, um, like addressing an envelope. Okay. Cole well. doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. And I had to teach him. Yeah. Like as there was somebody recently um, in an office setting that I had to teach that to, like how to actually address an envelope. Cole doesn't know how to write a check either. Or he do, he does know now, but I, I like I had yeah. to show him. Well, so here's the thing, um, a, writing a check. Now I get it. Like most people, they pay everything electronically. You have a debit card and which also when you don't write checks, you don't have to reconcile your checking account like you used to because the whole purpose right. of reconciling a checking account was looking at outstanding payments where if money goes out as fast as it comes in or, as, you know, like it clears as quickly, then like the necessity of actually going through that process of reconciling a checkbook is um is not relevant uh so that was one but that was one on this list too writing a check and then endorsing a check like do you know how to take a check to the bank and do you know how to properly endorse a check thanks mom (laughs) (laughs) so um how to get cash back with your debit card at a grocery store i know how to do that that's pretty important because they have it on the they have it on the thing when you scan your card they ask if you want cash back now um couple things on here uh knowing where your car manual is um okay that's a good one uh laundry so we talked about laundry how Mm -hmm. to sort how to wash and basically not how to not mess up your clothes right so i remember having uh, my softball coach (laughs) in high school we were having a debate about doing laundry because you know on a softball team 
full of girls, most of us had to do laundry. We had some sort of laundry responsibility at home. And he was just like, nope, all goes on warm. You throw it all in the washer. And we were like, what? (laughs) Because we had moms who grew up in the late 60s and early 70s who were like, no, that's not how you do laundry. Right. Oh, man. But yeah, that one's a good one. Uh, Also knowing here's I mean, if you really think about it, if you don't actually show your kids this and I would say a lot of these my kids, my kids have learned this at home because I gave them chores. No, you know, know what's safe to put in the dishwasher, know what's safe to put in a microwave. Okay. Um, Know that Tupperware is reusable. Know how to sweep with a broom. That's pretty, that's pretty. Yeah, I feel like that's basic. Um, Another one, know how to pack for a trip. So if they go on a trip by themselves for the first time, like basically how to pack. Would you think that would be like, hey, what do I need when I leave? Yeah, but what, like, let's say you're 17 and you've only ever gone on trips with your parents and your parents are the ones that make sure that you have sunblock, shampoo, body wash, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it from a packing standpoint, most of the time, I remember my kids only were ever responsible for packing their deodorant and their toothbrush. Besides Really? Yeah, besides their clothes, but like the only toiletries. And then obviously girls tend to figure that out sooner than boys because they're you know they have makeup and perfume and things like that but but explaining yeah like what things do you actually need to take with you Um, right oh there was another one know your social security number by heart i know that yeah but you Uh, need that like i needed to know that for like when you apply for jobs like i can understand not knowing that through the beginning like maybe till you're like 14 15. yeah but i needed it for applying for a job I need well in high school. I mean, I I don't think I had it memorized until college. But back when we were in college, our social security number was our ID number, so we were repeating it everywhere. And you wonder how identity theft theft happened? How it was born? It was born back in the nineties at SIUE. <laughs> <laughs> it was our it was our student ID number. It was our social security number. That's wild. Yep. Um, like. Knowing how to take care of yourself with the common cold, like what over-the-counter medications you should always have in your house. I could see a college student not knowing that. There are 27-year-olds really? that still call their parents to make schedule them a doctor's appointment. Okay, guilty, but... <laughs> I'm I was just kidding. Say, I'm not guilty on that. You might be the rare exception. Um, no, I, I, I schedule my own appointments now. My mom like made me. She was like, if you're going to be a big girl and make these decisions... It was like when I got in college. She's like, if you're going to make these decisions do it yourself right so So just knowing like what time the difference between tylenol advil and aspirin like that's the right like the like those three things how to get a prescription filled that's that's another you know that's so like shocking to me because like these are and i feel bad and this is not to judge anybody but all these things that you're saying i'm like people don't know how to do that (laughs) and like i said beyond grateful at the way my parents raised me i can i can say there's a a good job there's a level of gratitude for the way that I was raised, even even mm-hmm. the negative side of it. Uh, but like when you're left to fend for yourself, you figure shit out, right? And right. And so when you, especially when by the time I was a teenager, I was like, you're on your own, <laughs> right? So uh, it's a like the on this list, it even says YouTube is a great teacher, which is which is accurate. Like True. you can find pretty much anything on YouTube. Have you seen the guy that's got the TikTok account? That's like he teaches people like things that your dad maybe didn't teach you and he does like basic stuff i love that i think that's great yep that was i was gonna do an entire youtube i was gonna do a tiktok channel that was like shit your mom should have taught you and same thing like things that you should have known around the house like basically to take care of yourself like let's say um oh well here's a here's a great one so if you lived on a an apartment as opposed to living on campus in college do you know how to set up your utilities yes and i only know that because i asked my mom yeah i think i always knew how to do that like that was just one of those things it's like oh we need to get the power bill in my name well actually i didn't i never had to do that but like switching cable that was probably where that Mm -hmm. whole thing started i learned i learned that um the basics of cooking we've talked about that like i always there's should always like you should be able to cook eggs like bake a potato boil water you know cook cook a frozen pizza in the oven like just basically like may not be the healthiest of food but so you don't freaking starve to death <laughs> right 
So um, one on here is funny. You must remove the soup from the can in order to heat it up. I'm like, what? Who who tries to heat it up in the can? So knowing like basic shelf life of food. So really, what's, what's your general rule of thumb if you cook and have leftovers? How long? How long do you let that? Like, how long is it good? I give it two days max. Two days. Two days. That's you it. And well, I mean, obviously, what is it? Do you know what this article says? What? It says, it says three weeks. It just no. doesn't taste the same after that. No. Like I. So here, here's the thing. You should know the basic shelf life of foods. A meal you cooked and refrigerated three weeks ago should be tossed. Well, of course, if it was three weeks ago. So I don't know if that means, like, I one week. Like, what? I mean, at the very most. Like, if I cook it on Sunday and it's not gone by Friday, it's going to go into the trash by Sunday. So right. like if it's leftovers, right? So right. like I, th- I think about it like in the in the in like meal prepping. But at the end of the day, it's like if in doubt, throw it out. <laughs> if in doubt, right. Well, that's the thing. Sugar, like I give it two days. Away. I don't do leftovers a lot. Right. I usually, if I I cook, either it's enough for us, or I know I'm gonna eat the whole thing. It's in there two days, and I get thrown away because I know I'm not. If I don't eat it within those two days, I'm not gonna eat it after that. Right. There's a the other one in here that's like, know what should go in the microwave. You don't put metal in the microwave. Um, I made the mistake. I learned that the hard way I put tinfoil in there. Or yeah. aluminum foil. My dad says tinfoil, so I say tinfoil sometimes. But um, it was like, I was young when I did it. My mom saw it like sparking. And she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was this whole and, thing. And you have to be careful. You have to be careful even with dishes. If it has metallic paint or if there's a metal really? trim, it will do the same thing. So I have an entire set of dishes that I can't put in the microwave because it has like a gold trim around the edge. It will spark if you put those. So that's like, that's another one. Know what goes, but so another one on here, how to change light bulbs and batteries. I mean, I would hope, oh my God, knocking on wood that my kids know how to change light. I know they know how to change batteries. That's something that every kid learns the first time they get an electronic toy. Right. Um, Another one here should understand how how to apply for jobs or internships here's one thing how the hell as a parent are you supposed to fill out financial aid paperwork if you don't know yeah i because they don't guide the student how to do it but then the parents have to fill out an application as well no there's nothing that's like here's how like you have to literally just google it and walk through and i remember it's like filling out any other government paperwork where you're like ah am i putting the right information on here Right. It's because in fraud, if you're wrong. <laughs> right. And if it's something's, I mean, it gets kicked back, then your kid's financial aid gets denied. Right. It's like, why don't they ever prepare you that? Like, that's an adulting skill that you just have to figure out on your own. We're almost to, right. the, we're almost to the end of this list because some of these things were on the other list. This one, you should not sit in an unventilated closed garage while your car is running. My God, I hope, like, people know that. <laughs> right (laughs) like just basics of you know don't uh you know don't give yourself carbon monoxide poisoning um oh this one was funny i read earlier it's like you should know that when you put something hot or wet on most surfaces you should use a trivet and i went for a second and i went the fuck's a trivet and so i google it i'm like "Uh, yeah a trivet i'm like a hot pad (laughs) that's so funny my uh my uh, hillbilly showing a little bit there a hot pad okay uh then they talk about like making sure you don't use like text language when you're actually writing assignments for school so spell out the word you not use the letter you like things like that Uh, like in all your academic work taxes was another one we already talked about but one of the things like here's what's funny you want to you want to you want to see a distinction between um like it like this is something that i've noticed especially in adults like in their 30s like early 30s have you okay. know have multiple kids right and you see this on tiktok a lot there's a lot of tiktoks you know channels and it's the stressed out women who have like no help at home their husbands come home and they play video games they don't help with the kids and they can't communicate about it and mm-hmm. And then it's like, there's a correlation to that. Like those red flags show up early in a relationship. And I will tell you who's at fault. This is going to ruffle some feathers. Stereotypical boy moms. Oh, I'm a boy mom. 
That which usually means they those boys do nothing. Right, they get spoiled. They're spoiled as hell. Their mom ha- waits on them hand and foot, likely like she does her husband. And mm-hmm. those are the guys who go on to go to college and then they meet their college sweetheart and then they get married and then those girls are now basically taking over the role as a mother of this other grown child. But that's typical that's like a very common correlation of right the the stereotypical boy mom and then also mm-hmm turning into these boys that didn't learn basic adulting skills because right i would say the only thing that that justin didn't learn in any capacity when he was younger was to cook like that was just and he had no interest but like he could adult he could clean you know all like all of the adulting stuff like he went out on his own and bought his own house and all that stuff and obviously his parents you know, probably pointed him in the right direction, but he had the whole right figure it out mentality when he was in his twenties to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he like cooking. No, nah, it's like it's like his kryptonite. He can wow. do everything else. He can do he can do quite quite a bit of everything else from an adulting standpoint. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have to worry about him being an adult. We've we've figured shit out a long time ago. <laughs> right, but there's definitely some basics that i mean you're you're in a pretty good spot because you came from that household of having multiple siblings and working professional parents where it's like we had we had to take care of we had to take care of ourselves and take care of each other right right so that's the what are some other adulting skills you think there's anything that we missed i mean i think i pretty much summed it up what i was going to ask you is when when did you finally sit back in your life like how old were you and what did it take for you to go i'm an adult oh my god i don't know if i felt like an adult even after having two kids you know right you keep two kids alive and you still sometimes don't feel like an adult an adult um i'm trying to think if there was like one distinct skill you know that you know like that i mastered because i mean i went from being a teenager right into adulthood i moved out i was in college and worked and then had kids and Mm -hmm. So it just kind of evolved from there. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of funny because this wasn't even that long ago. This was probably in 2016. <laughs> and I, I joked with Justin because I felt like it was the most adult thing that I had that I had ever done mm-hmm. was we went on a vacation 100% on our own without okay. any, without any other family members or any extended family like it's not that we didn't pay for different aspects of vacation but it was that whole thing of i i planned the trip i booked the trip i paid for the trip it was just the four of us and we went to i think i think we went to disney for like five days and i remember like doing like planning all of that paying for all of that and going like this is probably the most grown up thing that I've done. <laughs> like all and and again, I I always did aspects of it, but um that's where that thing is like, you know what? That's one of the most adult things. You know, it wasn't like yeah. part of the trip we're meeting his parents down here or parting the trip, part of the trip we're staying with my parents, you know, like that we always had little things like that even in most trips mm-hmm. unless it was like a weekend getaway or something. But like this was like a legitimate full full-on trip where we flew and stayed at a resort and all of that stuff. right i can't say that there was anything there was a lot of learning you know through my 20s having kids in my early 30s having kids but um i can't think of like one it's just there's a lot of stuff you just learn or you just figure mm-hmm. it out but that's one of those things where i just know yep this is very much an adult thing to do <laughs> right the sad thing is is it wasn't that long ago oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it it took it took me like i moved out and felt like i was on my own and i had an apartment but it took me moving here to go i don't need mom's permission or dad's permission to like do anything right. and that's when i started to feel like an adult was just like this is my own life right and that was a pretty cool experience yeah, to do a pretty big move like that, pretty pretty young, and it's not like tied to something else, you know. 
It's not time right. to college. It's not like you're going away to college and like you're done with that. Like you were right. actually moving for a like a life decision. That's a pretty big deal. I would say like most of my adult tasks, like we talked about in those lists, was like baptism by fire. You just you just figure it out, right? Right. So I know I I would say <laughs> I would say Miles, it's like being that he's got two more years of high school, I feel like I'm behind the eight ball. Like there's so many things I have to show him how to do in case he decides to go He'll away. learn a lot. Right. He'll like, learn a lot. Feed yourself, do your laundry. Like just be able to feed yourself and do your laundry. Then we'll be in pretty good. Right. We'll be pretty Before good he goes to college, especially. Right. That's like the biggest ones. Oh, well, we've been on this thing for a while. How do you want to wrap it up? I know. So as per usual, or as per last episode, because there's only one other episode besides this one, <laughs> uh, we are going to wrap it up and you can follow us on our Instagram where you can write into us or you can email us. Um, our Instagram handle is F underscore underscore K your podcast, <laughs> or I think it's your pod. Uh, but you can find us on Instagram. You can write us in there. You can email me at Emma at 99 creatives. You can email Katie at Katie at 99 creatives. Um, or you can even write us a little blurb or whatever on our website. You can, you can find that at 99 creatives.com. Uh, we're going to be posting, like we said, every Friday. So by the time you see this, it'll be Friday. So it's no longer a happy Monday, but as we always say, do the damn thing, do it. Okay, bye. bye.